morning my beautiful people and we're back today is wednesday and we're pumped we're ready to hear what the lord has to say to us i miss you guys so much i always do but it's a blessing and a privilege to be here to share with you once more so today we're going to be discussing something that's not so readily spoken of especially in church we have so many different teachings and ideologies about having money and wealth you know there we've been taught that as a christian you're not supposed to have money or aspire to have money and that in itself is a lie because we are possessors of this earth and we inherit that which God has given to us. So with no further ado, I'm going to pray and then we're going to get into today's topic. Father God, we thank you this morning, oh God, for your spirit of wisdom, dear Jesus. Father God, we thank you for enabling us equipping us oh god father we thank you for opening our spirit man to what you have for us to receive today father we thank you that we could have a relationship with you and commune with you father i decrease so that you could increase even now i pray that this teaching oh god would break barriers and limitations oh god that it would we would do as the word says we would renew our minds with your word in the name of jesus and father i avail myself completely to you and i say have your way in jesus name amen so today's topic is entitled managing your finances as you wait and in this season god has sent me to tell you guys that we need to be wise financially we need to follow biblical principles as it relates to our money i have three scriptures compiled here for us to look at and then as usual you will get a story a story from me we're gonna have story time in the sanctuary but i really want to share these scriptures with you i actually i was exposed to them in a in a teaching um on money management that was brought by daughters of zion ministries and i found it very timely and on point because it's something that god has been speaking to me about because when i get money in my hand it's just like splurge spend oh my gosh i love this dress Woo! i need that in my life and i'm finding all of these things to do with my money and not thinking about what is going to happen tomorrow. So the first scripture that I have here, and is it was actually from the same teaching, is taken from Proverbs 24, verse 27. Yes, please. And that reads, let me get it. I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. Put your outdoor work in order and get your fuse ready. After that, build your house. Let me read it again. Put your outdoor work in order and get your fuse ready. 
after that build your host now a lot of us especially me because i i have to minister to myself first before i get to you guys how do you expect to build a host and you don't have the correct equipment you don't have the resources you don't know how to manage money basically like me so we pray and we ask god for stuff and then we get upset when he doesn't move in our time not necessarily taking into consideration that there's probably something more that we need to learn before we get what we ask for the bible calls god a good father and he indeed he is what good would he be if he gave us the things that we would not we were not sorry ready for so it says i'm 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 trying to digest everything that this scripture is saying put your outdoor work in order and get your fuse ready meaning that you're not supposed to wait until it is time to build your house to not be scrambling to get equipment so while we wait the topic is entitled managing your money as you wait how are you preparing for that house how are you preparing to get that car what are you saving how are you budgeting stuff like this we have to ask ourselves and you can't build that house you cannot build the house with limited equipment you just can't do it so the next scripture is actually taken from luke 14 28 to 13. These scriptures are going to be, they're going to sound like each other. They're going to be, we call them parallel scriptures. So, yeah, Luke 14, 28 to 30. Let me get that one. 28 to 30. And I'm reading from the new King James Virgin. Uh, 28 to 30. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him. Now, I've had instances where I myself have seen literal houses. No, this is nothing spiritual or anything like that. I've seen literal houses that have been in the same position that they've been from the time I first saw them. Years have passed and whoever the owners of these houses are were unable to finish these houses. And as Christians, we need to understand that God doesn't want us to be put to shame. You know, he wants us to to operate in the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of excellence. So when you're going and, you know, when we see house in the Bible, it actually, house is actually another word for our bodies, the temple. You know, it has, it has variations of, there are variations of the word house that we could find in the Bible, but I believe 
this one is actually speaking of an actual host because we're talking about we're talking about money and it can also have spiritual implications because we went through we went through this in my um we have a pastor's chat every monday and we actually went through this actual scripture and each of us would have shared our views on what these verses are trying to see and i remember i had said you know like especially with this christian walk we come and because we don't know what to expect like it's not it is not explained thoroughly to us so sometimes we come into this walk and we are blindsided and you know you know all the things that we have to leave behind the friends especially our family members you know you just have to get up and follow Christ with all your heart sometimes it could be hard it could be hard and and these attachments sometimes stop us from getting our blessings so the question remains what will you do what will you do when when God asks you to release these things what are you going to do are you going to stay in your places of familiarity and comfort or are you going to follow the one who knows your beginning from your end because the thing is you know sometimes god just has to get us out of a certain environment so that he could equip us and not saying that some of these friendships are these relationships are lost for life, but it is to get you to a place where you can empower those who you have left. And that's just some food for thought because I've seen that same scenario played out in my own life, you know. I felt the pain was great. The magnitude of the pain to release these people, the people that I love the most, it was painful. But I'm here to tell you today, I'm a living witness of the fact that God doesn't take, he does not separate you unless he's planning to elevate you. And that's somebody's word because the same way that I was separated, he has sent me back. He has sent me back and the relationship might not have the same dynamics that it had before. However, I am now in a place where I can lead and I can empower others to become great too. So yes, please. And the final scripture is taken from Proverbs 21, verse 5. We're going to get that one. Proverbs 21, verse 5. And it reads, the plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. Now, many of us equate um, money and success to happiness, but I want to (laughs) introduce for your consideration that wealth has so much more 
there is so much more to wealth sorry than just having money wealth brings peace like true wealth is peace and prosperity you know leaving a legacy stuff like that is not just about you when you call yourself wealthy and you think that you know is because i have all of this money you're actually one of the poorest people on this planet and martin luther king said it junior said it like this life's greatest question you know is what you are doing for other people what are you doing if you're if you're going after you're chasing money with your selfish ambitions if you're doing everything and it's just me 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 why should god be blessed to give you more and you will find that these people usually hit a plateau or they they get to a pinnacle and then they just splurge out the money doing wasteful things and then they end up with nothing at all but what are we going to do with our finances today who are we going to bless when we get to that place and that is another thing that god looks at as well your heart your heart as long as god knows that he can trust you with something guaranteed guarantee that you are going to overflow in that area He's no respecter of persons. And you know the Bible, we continue to quote this verse. Man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart. And that verse in itself is very, very deep. What are you going to do if God has to bless you financially? If you don't even want to give somebody $5, what makes you think that you would give away $5,000 if you had it? I'll leave you guys to think about that. Another um another way that we can manage our finances as we wait we can invest. And I am not just saying, you know, oh, everything that pop up, you want to be in it. No, 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 no. When it comes to your money and the things that tell you to your money, you have to be very very careful. Um in your investments and your partnerships in everything that you do consult with God first there's nothing wrong with investing investments bring returns and you know I see that a lot in my business too right now I am in a stage where you know I have to to spend in order to make um so yeah there are a few things that I'm working on to get and i know they're going to bring great returns and you know i'm just excited to see my businesses grow and blossom and i just want to speak to those of you who have just started out like me or who are in the process or you know wrestling with god about starting your business if you need a confirmation this is it start the business start the business. It doesn't matter that you're going to be the first person in your family to do it. It doesn't matter that you don't have the support. It does not matter what God what God speaks, he backs up. So as long as he has given you the vision to start a business, 
you should go ahead. I was terrified too, to be honest. I didn't feel, I don't have any background in business. I don't know how to manage money at all. But what I have is a willing heart and an enthusiasm to learn, to learn. I love to learn. I love to learn. So, yeah, and that probably is what sets me apart from other people. I, I just love to know. So when you're making your investments, take these things into consideration, you know, and don't just make investments that are going to benefit your business in the long run. Because sometimes, you know, not even with having a business, sometimes we go out there and we buy things that two and three weeks later, we just got the things in the corner. They're not being used and basically is a waste of your money. We can't have that because there are times where you're going to <laughs> wish that you didn't spend the money that you didn't. God just reminded me to share this. Oh, this is the story that you're all going to hear today. So last year, I wanted to do a photo shoot really, really badly for my birthday. And I was praying to God about it. Then we went into lockdown. I was pissed. I was livid. I was like, God, do my photo shoot. And I had this whole outfit in mind and this hairstyle. I had never worn Remy before, so I wanted this Remy. And I found somebody, you know, to get this Remy from. And the the, the lockdown came and, and my hair was stuck in Miami. And I was so annoyed. And then it finally got hair. And then the... <laughs> the hairdresser that was supposed to do it she couldn't do it anymore so the lady that was providing the hair had to find somebody else and it was this whole roller coaster all in all i ended up spending about 680 dollars on that week and today the 23rd of june 2021 i want back my money (laughs) i want my money back all of it because I've never wore the wig since. Um, I look at it and every time I do, I get upset <laughs> because I'm like, you, 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 Shannon, you didn't, you didn't spend over six hundred dollars in here. You didn't do that, you, <laughs> girl. <laughs> and you know, sometimes God allows us to do things so that we could learn, <laughs> like. Yeah, you. This is what you really wanted. So I wanted to. I wanted you to see that you didn't really need it. Yeah, and your story might not be like mine, but that that was. Now I realize, in hindsight, you know, it was a not so wise financial financial decision, and now that I am living on my own and I have rent to pay and bills to pay I can't be spending my money like that and this is where budgeting comes in so we go into our third point budgeting what is a budget or what does it mean to budget so let's go and look at the definition quickly of budgeting 
So a budget basically is an estimate of income and expenditure for a set period of time. Now, um, I I have my best friend Kimo is actually an accountant, and I would always laugh at him when he goes out. You know, the, he tracks his money down to the cent, and I'm like, who does that? No. I am wiser. I realized that he's he was actually onto something this entire time. And this is this is something that we need to do to keep you know abreast with the monies that we are spending on a day-to-day basis. Like I said, I never took any of this in consideration because if I see something and I want it, I buy it. Now I can't do that. So here are some of the benefits of budgeting. Budgeting gives you control over your money. It helps you to focus on your financial goals. For those of you, you know, who want to have a particular set of money in your bank account by the end of the year. I remember writing that down and I never saw the money and God was like, but how you expect to see where you would put down? <laughs> I thought that the miracle money was going to locate my bank account. Yeah, I that's what I thought was gonna happen. But the Bible reminds us that faith without works is dead. So I didn't put down, so I didn't get out. So focus on your financial goals. Helps you focus on your financial goals, sorry. And it keeps you on top of your spending. It makes it makes it easier to stay aware aware, sorry, of your savings and your debt. And it helps you to save for unexpected costs. Yeah, so you know like how we have like emergency money in case something with our health comes up. You know, or there's a family emergency or we need something done immediately. At least you would have, you know, my, my the old people here in Barbados will always say, you know, keep something for a rainy day. Because, you know, you're not going to get sunshine all the time. Um... So yeah, these are some of the things that I've learned so far and I really enjoy sharing with you guys and you know, I'll continue to share what I learn as I go. But just know, um, just like any other type of position is because it's growth is gonna be it's gonna be new. You never you've never done this before, so don't be too hard on yourself when you don't get things right. The first try especially for me that was one of my biggest issues i'm always so hard on shannon um at times when she needs the grace that i so lavishly give to other people yeah so i'm learning to be gracious with myself and to embrace my entrepreneurial journey because i know when i look back five ten years from now i'm gonna be thanking this shannon you know for apply it not just learning all of the things that she learned but to apply them and to see the benefits thereof so it was a pleasure sharing with you guys i hope that you found this teaching useful and i can't wait to come and share with you guys next week i love you